0: okay today i'm talking to nush who is a coach at fitAF and it's just been a year since nush started with us I just want to say that we're speaking out outdoors to be COVID safe for this interview as we are in person. We've got a glass of wine each and if you can hear birds, that's why. So welcome Nush,
1: how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming on. I know it's a bit... Scary to do this, going yes. by your Instagram story, <laughs> um, and it is for anyone. But here we are. You've done so much in the last twelve months. Anyway, get, getting outside your comfort zone yep. in terms of studying to become a certified fitness coach, and you're now studying your certificate four, which is for yep. personal training. Right. Um, so I'd love to hear what the last twelve months has been like for you. Yeah, and even though I'm your boss, just like you can. <laughs> say whatever you like because everybody has a different experience of the process and um I think you know it's a lot more involved than what a lot of people think so yeah
1: definitely
0: yeah um I'll start by asking you what what was your biggest fear to overcome when you first started teaching classes
1: uh, my biggest fear was definitely public speaking I'm have always hated with passion public speaking, uh, which is probably then weird that I was then going to get up in front of a bunch of people to tell them what to do and explain (laughs) fitness. Um, But that was the biggest thing, and I feel a lot more confident 12 months down the track since starting um, with speaking in front of people. Um, I'm not, you know, turning beetroot red. I (laughs) would definitely... uh, turn. Um, I don't think I've ever seen you go red. Oh man, I have a few times. It's terrible. (laughs) Except in a workout, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Um, But no, it was, I feel, yeah, just a lot more confident in um, projecting uh, my thoughts um, and ideas on people as well. Um, And a lot more assertive as well. Like, it's definitely still something that I need to work on. Um, But I do feel I am a lot more assertive in being able to pull people up if they're doing the incorrect thing. Um, Especially if they're the type of people that are perhaps like a little bit strong in their belief of what they're doing as yeah. well. yeah um, I'm I feel a lot more better
0: yeah yeah I remember um, when you first started that speaking up was going to be something it was something that I focused yeah. on with you and just mentioned giving you your feedback and yeah. um, so, and I remember we've had a few discussions about assertiveness yes. and why it's important and I think that a lot of people maybe don't understand why coaches do behave that way in yeah. a group class setting because we need to get stuff
1: done yeah we need to get them in we're on a timer oh definitely (laughs) and i've noticed that a lot especially doing a class like metafit and metapower the intervals are such short and sharp periods of time you don't have time there to explain everything in minute detail to someone so you have to just do it short sharp this is what you have that's right and i think
0: that was something we'd spoken about because when you're learning um through the certification, learning about the body, learning about movement patterns and how to coach someone through them, it doesn't really take into account the short amount of time that mm. you may need to get what you want someone to do across to them Yes, in order for them to do it safely. So yes. if you're like in a group situation and you're looking across the room – and someone's lunges just all over the shop you've got to like yell out to them yep. or get there really quickly yes and it can appear like really full-on oh, yeah. and people love that whole oh my god the drama yeah the drama of, of, of the coach yeah. yelling at them exactly but it's
1: <laughs> legit just trying to make sure they're not going to injure themselves that's right and do it quickly
0: <laughs> yes absolutely yep. um, did you So going back to the whole public speaking thing mm-hmm. I think That's a legitimate fear of most people, myself included. Um, I've been doing a little bit more in recent years um, as a bit of a personal challenge to myself. but it, it does help you connect more with your members as well as like people who may not have worked with you. Yeah. Um, was that something that you really thought about when, you, when I put the job out initially? So you were my first hire <laughs> and you were like, I'd be interested in, I've been wanting to do some yeah. studies, so i would be keen to help you out. Was, did you
1: actually think about what you would have to do? The main probably fear I had when I first put it out wasn't so much public speaking that you know, occurred to me a little bit further on. Um, but my main thing was that I felt like I was going to be a bit of a fraud, um, that I was um, going to overthink people thinking that I was like, oh, you know, I didn't know what I was talking about perhaps. That was my main fear.
0: Uh, can yeah. I just let you know that that's going to happen throughout oh, your still career? Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> still 12 months down the track that is probably my main thing that I worry yeah. about.
0: I've seen some amazing people who I consider amazing coaches and look up to and just, you know, so knowledgeable, um, amazing, confident people, and they still have that doubt, that self-doubt. But I think it's a healthy thing. Um, I still get it too. Like you second guess yourself a lot and you think, I hope I've said the right thing to that person. I hope they've understood me, where I'm coming from. Every time you put things out there on social media, I can say some pretty um, things that are a little bit different to the norm message that's out there. And so often I'll step back and go, Have I Are people getting where I'm coming from or have I gone too far? They're not really understanding. Um, But I think it's healthy to have that level of self-doubt and sort of... Oh,
1: definitely. I think it helps you learn, like, I don't know, further your learning in a way as well. Yeah. Um, If you're not confident um, within perhaps something that you are saying, I think it just sort of spurs you on a little bit more to learn more about a subject perhaps Mm. as well. Absolutely.
0: I did see, I have seen a really good quote though, something about um, intelligent people second guess themselves and idiots don't uh, doubt themselves. I so <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty true in a lot of settings. Yeah. Um, so what has been the biggest surprise for you
1: in the last 12 months of coaching? Uh, definitely the build in my confidence and being able to be more assertive with people that's probably my biggest surprise being able to do that Um, I just didn't think I was going to be able to sort of overcome it um, even though it's been 12 months but as uh, it still feels like a lot quicker um, that I've been able to get to this point point. Yeah, and being able to be a lot more comfortable just talking in front of people so that's probably been my biggest surprise I thought it was going to take me a lot longer actually I think you'll find
0: that it's probably one of the biggest parts of job satisfaction as Mm. well in overcoming those kind of things that a lot of other people wouldn't even do yes so people can sort of judge other people who get up in front Mm. of a group of people teach class public speaking whatever it is it's very easy for others to judge it's not so easy for others to do the same thing and put themselves out there and I think that that's a big driver for me. Is when you have those moments where you go, "Oh, look where I am now and yeah. what I never thought I would do." Oh, yeah. And then it spurs you on, and you can go to the next level as well. And I think, um, even though there's a lot of things about the job that are difficult, particularly in the mo at the moment, mm. um, that's a that's a big driver yeah. for me. Yep.
1: Yeah. 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 It's something that's also, I think, leaked into sort of my personal life as well. Yes. Like um, being more comfortable in social situations as well. That's always something that kind of made me a little bit nervous, uh, starting conversations and keeping conversations going. Uh, one thing that surprised me was when I went and did the, the first aid course, which I had to do as part of the Cert 3. Um, it's just even going down to Newcastle on my own and stepping into a room oh, wow. and demonstrating sort of everything yeah, you have to do for your first aids to figure out your CPR and bandaging someone up, even putting myself in that situation, I stepped away and I thought I was so happy with myself because that's something that would have made me so incredibly nervous to go and do that. I do remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, the being a little bit more assertive and talking in front of people in classes has definitely something that's carried on into my personal life.
0: Yeah, and there aren't as many face-to-face courses on at the
1: moment, obviously, unfortunately, in
0: the industry. But that you've made a really good point, and I never – I guess because it's been so long for me, I haven't really thought of it. But Mm. the more – courses that you go to oh, yeah. away from town um where you don't know anyone yeah. in the group yeah. it does build your confidence yeah. as well like yeah. when we went to
1: bondi even yes as well at the start of the year that was yeah, yeah. that was yeah. a really yeah, yeah.
0: and i'd love to do more of those excursions yeah. too because you great. get to i think it's really important to go to other fitness facilities and see what's on offer yeah. um just to see, particularly in places like Bondi, which is a real hub for mm. like um, boutique fitness and the latest yep. sort of stuff in fitness, um, to know that to, you can not only look at things that they are doing really well but things that you may not like to do like I've been to a couple of fitness venues where I didn't like where I how I was treated or yeah. the vibe there and then I've been to others that I'm like this is amazing yeah, yeah. so when we went to a Goja mm. I felt like they were really awesome oh, I, I loved yeah. it it was fantastic yeah. yeah yeah
1: yep
0: and just the whole vibe I think all yes. of you girls just saying oh my god people are doing what they're asked and they're like really into it it's um so coming from a community where people are not as fitness focused Mm. and we you know we have a lot of chronic health issues you go pop yourself into a community like bondi where it's almost fitness is a status symbol so their body is you know they live near the beach they're they're gonna want to get their gear off a lot um walking around um, so their fitness is serious. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it's not an optional extra right. extra like here.
1: That's exactly yeah. right. Well, where yeah. here you would see a takeaway or, you know, fast food business. Yeah. You're doing really don't see well them down there and you see fitness places everywhere. Mm.
0: So yeah. Yeah. There is one on every corner. There was. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to see in the sunshine <laughs> here, my, my notes it. of what I was going to ask you. Um, did the certification prepare you here's the question did the certification prepare you for the real world of coaching people no and when i read
1: this question I so just had I, I to laughed. be salty and throw that in yeah i love it no it did not um it is so old, old school the certification um the 4 i have found it is slightly better and Slightly, I mean very slight. Oh, I want to talk about that one thing that you showed me in yours. <laughs> oh, like, that part, yeah, no, Yeah, absolutely. that I don't remember yeah, that... um, seeing in mine, but yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but the Cert 3, no. Uh, there was so much programming uh, in the Cert 3. Yeah, you're which not actually not covered a, no. to do that in my business by oh. my insurer. No. <laughs> and you have to include cardio in every single program that you are asked to do. Uh, like it's a... It's very old school thinking. Um, burn calories. Yeah. You have yep. to burn those calories through cardio. Mm. Um, so no, there's not enough. Also, I found um, ex- um, teaching around the cues for strength training, yeah. uh, which is such an important thing. So people don't injure themselves. There was none of that. Or very, very little. That's one of the main reasons that when the,
0: the H.I.R.T. course, H.I.R.T., yeah. high, high Intensity Resistance Training Course with Christian Mashigani came out a few years ago. I was on to that because I did not feel that I was capable
1: yeah.
0: in terms of weights training. And it was an area of interest of mine because I've been going to the Metafit courses. Mm-hmm. And one thing that Daniel from Metafit had said was that this... Um, ooh, this class sits in really well with a solid strength training program. Yeah. And I remember sitting there thinking, I don't know what a solid strength training yeah. program is. And I've been on a journey ever since then. And I would love if we could all get ourselves to a HURT course yeah, at some stage. Um, so we'll try and hit Christian up for that. But yeah. there's actually not a lot of um, strength-based training courses out there either. Well, I've like... I'm Doing, my separate, doing it online, my online. two one. Yeah. Um, and
1: that would normally have been in person, but yes. again, due to COVID, that it's been put online, um, and that's with Sebastian Aura, who's known as the Australian strength coach. And um, he, that's probably where, like, other than sort of coming to, um, <laughs> like you know, our classes and everything, um, I've been able to pick up a lot more sort cues and whatnot through doing that course yeah. definitely not the certification um cert three or four in fitness um it kind of brushes yeah. over unfortunately but
0: it's uh, the yeah. the base level and so someone can do those online and call themselves a coach yes. or a, a personal trainer which is fair that's that's fair yeah. but then yeah you're adding on those layers of knowledge and one thing i found with um strength training and learning the different techniques and formats and exercises and um, blocks of training you can do is that it's there's so much scope to be creative yes it's not just about uh lifting as much weight as possible you know it's for everybody and i don't think the general population is still getting that at the moment no i don't think they are at all yeah no yeah So what would you
1: change about the certification? Um, They definitely need to get away from that old-school thinking. Like I mentioned to you about the the endomorph and ectomorph etc being mentioned as a basis for what people should be eating and exercises they should be doing. Yeah,
0: that's not Um, evidence-based. Noosh showed me a section of her certificate that she's doing currently. One of my neighbours is having a lovely time on their motorbike. Um, and they, if they outline the different body types and what kind of training suits your body shape Mm. Uh, (gasps) and they did mention for fat loss, uh, what am I, am I an endomorph or something like that? I think I'm an endomorph. Anyway, I have to do lots of cardio to lose weight. That is not the driver of fat loss. Your exercise is not across the board. Anyway, this is why we see. I had a PT client come to me years ago and say, oh, my trainer said I should never deadlift. Mm. Um, She actually had a really good deadlift on her once she knew what she was doing. Mm. Um, And just to to stick with cardio. And she hated cardio. And I was like, well, then, you know... (laughs) That's not to say that people don't need to do cardio. No. We need to do a little bit of cardio but yeah. it kind of is misused I find. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. People think it's yeah, it's the only way to yeah, lose fat loss. Yeah,
0: and then that actually deters people from training because yeah. they're like, Well, I know that I have to do hours and hours of cardio if I wanna lose weight and that's not even going into the whole thing of um, there's weight loss and there's fat loss mm, and there's changing yes. your body composition. Yeah. There's building muscle. We won't even go into that at the moment, <laughs> but podcast. when people feel like the only way they've gotten results in the past is to do hours and hours of cardio. And I quite frequently get people come to me after having done a particular very famous online training program they got results at the time they followed it and then they could not keep them if they feel like that's the only way they can get results then they're less likely to even attempt to mm. do it again which is actually going to have a negative impact on people's health outcomes society's health outcomes as a whole
1: mm-hmm.
0: yep. yeah definitely um so what would you love to do more of?
1: <laughs> um, well, definitely more of. I suppose is more of the strength training based um, classes. Yes, As we were, just, we were talking just talking about about, yeah, <laughs> about COVID and yeah. how it's changed uh, the class sort of situation.
0: So, because we're wearing masks mm. at the moment, or we need to wear masks in the shed i've been saying gym a bit lately because it's just easier to say anyway (laughs) um we've been having to wear masks in the shed so i've taken out our favorite classes for now because i did try i attempted to do a track with a mask Mm. on and i was eating the goddamn mask and it's just not very pleasant so we're taking this opportunity to put in more strength training purely so our clients can work at a pace that is comfortable for them with the mask on so they're not driven along by the intervals in the class it's because it's going to be individual what people can tolerate. What I'm finding that it's a lot of fun. We're getting yeah. to teach some of our group clients new exercises, new a new approach yeah. and that I I swear to God, I'm already seeing changes in some of their physiques.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I, they're they're seeing that I think it, newbie, it gains, builds, newbie gains, yeah, newbie gains, <laughs> newbie gains. Yes, but it also builds their confidence up yes. as well. Like they realise the changes that it is bringing about. Not just the physical changes, but they are becoming stronger as well. And becoming
0: less reliant yeah. on a um, a format where you're told exactly what yes, to do and you when have to think. you have to think a little bit more. Yeah. You have to go, okay, can you like I need to learn this exercise, I need mm. to think about what I'm doing. I find weights training meditative. Yeah. I know some yes. people find it stressful. For me, if I you, love you it. can't <laughs> think about anything else when you're squatting a barbell. Yeah. You have to concentrate on the yes, barbell. Definitely. So to me, that's really beneficial because we're so distracted all the time in society. If you can focus in on what you're doing in that moment, yeah, it's really good.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, and particularly I think like the breathing that comes about with doing strength training. You know, you when you do MetaFit and MetaPower, you're just breathing like a crazy person, basically yes. sucking in air when you can. But with strength training, I think just that whole having to brace and. The steady breathing that comes with it, I think, yeah, definitely. beneficial for yeah, mental
0: health, definitely.
1: well-being. Yeah,
0: um, I will say, I do still. <laughs> I think those classes are really beneficial for our clients, our members, oh, um, sure. and and ourselves yeah. because you can get stuck in strength training and moving yeah. on the same um, planes of motion, yeah. so down, up, yeah, you know, and in MetaFit we are moving laterally mm. we're getting some sprints in we're yes. getting down on the floor as well and that's oh, really beneficial
1: fantastic. yeah yeah
0: <laughs> for a lot of people yeah so but my ideal training plan for people would be like you know 75 80 of their lifting and then a little bit of the right amount of cardio yeah. and yeah. the right type of cardio too i think that's really important yeah. you don't have to yeah,
1: run on a pavement
0: Yeah, and bang, 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 bang. Um, In Metafit, you're learning how to jump properly. We were just talking about this today when Mm. Tyler was doing his assessment. So talking about uh, we did do box jumps with one of his – attendees and I explained how I would just generally prefer for people to step down off the yeah. box after they've jumped because what I find unless people have sort of done a format like Metafit or been taught how to land properly yeah. out of a jump they just jar their knees yes. and it
1: stresses me out yeah I don't like people jumping back off the box on either. straight legs Scares the hell out of me. yeah
0: so I think Metafit's like definitely got that um, beneficial component of Teaching people that powerful takeoff and the soft landing yes. as yep. well. Definitely. Um, so, what would you prefer to do less of?
1: There's really nothing that I have been doing, sort of class-wise or anything like that, in the last twelve months that I would prefer to do less of. I'd love to do less of having to wear a mask during our yes. classes. So, I really don't have a uh, say in that one. No. Um, but no, like, um, there's nothing that. Comes to mind at all that I would like to do less of. I've yeah. really been enjoying all of it. Yeah. Um, even probably like toned has been my hardest thing to overcome. Uh, yes. Um, but again, that goes back to more of the public speaking and sort of the, you know, thinking you're a bit of a fraud and whatnot. But um, I don't think I would like, like choose that to do less of though. No. Because um, I think that, again, that is helping build that confidence. Um, so, it's
0: yeah. a different format. You know, if you yeah, only ever, um, I've always said, Um, because I did have a client once say to me that she was at the hairdressers and overheard um, a person with a fitness business in another town um, saying how they would, why would they bother um, working with clients one-to-one as in personal training when they can get 30 people into a class? (laughs) Um, So they felt that that was not worth their while and I can see why on the surface. But at that time, I was taking on personal training clients that couldn't actually participate in group training. They needed a customized plan adapted to them because they had particular medical conditions mm. or injuries and so what are you going to do just like exclude people yeah. who can't do a bulk standard format? Yeah. I mean, group fitness has its place. Yeah. It does for people, but it works on the assumption that people any any group format that you walk into whether it's programmed by Metafit or whether it's programmed by the person like a circuit, a boot camp, whatever it is, yeah. is, is works on the assumption that you present healthy and well and you can do everything mm. that's set out. Now, not everyone can do that. And I found personally uh, by doing PT with clients who had these um, barriers to group fitness mm-hmm. made me a better coach yep. because I had to think Yeah. I had to think yep. a lot more. Yep. How can I get this person to be
1: successful? Yeah, And a lot of people are uncomfortable with coming to a group class. Either. Yes. Uh, so I don't know. I would see it as a win of being able to have that client as a one-on-one and watching them build that confidence and being then able to slot into a group class later on as well. Like that's a win. So. Well,
0: that's always been the aim of yeah. my personal training yeah. to to build people's confidence yeah. to then be able to do more because, I mean, you know, Personal training is more expensive. You've got that person one-to-one, so not many people can afford to do the amount of personal training that they might potentially need to do to reach their goals. They need to become independent. So... The goal of the personal training session should not be to give an exercise session, but to set that person up Mm -hmm. so that they can then go and repeat those exercises and do the extra work that they need to do outside of the session. And if that means overcoming a fear of joining a group fitness session, then that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, or even just becoming. more self-motivated to yes. say, okay, I'm going to do this at home as yes. well if the gym's not their thing That's or right. group yeah. fitness is not their thing. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So where to from here for your coaching career? You're mm-hmm. doing your personal training certification at the moment? Yeah.
1: So I have half a, a, an assignment left to go on that. Um, I, am, I have started uh, level two in strength. Um, strength and conditioning certification as well um i would like to go down the track of perhaps doing some um counseling or mental health type of training um that's always interested me anyway Uh, i have my mental health first aid but i just feel like that's a good sort of accompaniment to um fitness coaching as well. I reckon
0: they could go hand in hand. Yeah, I think so. <laughs>
1: There's been so many times where you know people have opened up because they feel comfortable in the space that we create up there in the shed for them. Absolutely. And I think you know it's an important thing you know if you are there to be able to support that person if they feel comfortable with talking to you, I think having that further training um would be you know helpful. Of course, you know you need to refer them on if they need that, you know a referral or if you feel they need to be referred to another service but i think if i also have that in my back pocket as well I yeah that would only benefit um my training as
0: well oh i've been thinking for a long time i should do the mental health yeah, first aid brilliant. course and
1: haven't gotten around
0: to yeah. it so that's probably something that we could all do yeah um yeah. given the situations i've come across in um training people yeah. and. You know, and trying to make sure you don't step outside your scope and yeah. you're also supporting that person yes. and providing that safe space that's as well. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that um, a program where you are counseling someone plus coaching them for weights training
1: potentially could be yeah. very, very beneficial uh-huh. for have, people. I have been thinking of that lately. Yeah. I think that's a great little, uh, little side avenue. Yeah. They work
0: hand in hand. Oh, definitely. Um, and I think too often we separate our physical um, fitness from our mental well-being, yep. but they do go hand in hand.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Um, I know myself, like if I haven't, like with my boys' footy training, it is, has been so hard to try and fit in, especially this year, given I've had more of it, um, and the travel, um, being able to fit in my own workouts. Yeah. So, and I have found it just get it might definitely not you know, have any you know depression or anything, but you feel down, you feel sluggish, you feel slow and you know, your brain's not working yeah you're sitting in the car a lot more, yeah that's or right. you're
0: you know you're going to work and then sitting yep. in the car then waiting for
1: the boys to do their training exactly. um, yeah. so it's so important for your mental health to be able to switch off and like we said with like, especially with, like the weights training it is. Like a type of meditation, really. Absolutely. Yeah. And the endorphins that you get from it as well afterwards. Yeah, and um, just the structural yes. benefits
0: to your body that yes. so many of us are missing out That's on right. these days. Yeah. Core strength, yes, posture.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not even about being a weightlifting hero. No, it's definitely not. Health.
1: It's health in general. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, hopefully one day people will see. Society, I, I but they I've, are though. Oh. Like it, I think it is getting better. Like when I look back, when I was um, like a teenager, mm. it's definitely sort of become a little bit more aware to people, and I think perhaps social media has a bit of a hand in that too. Maybe,
0: yeah, that's probably a positive outcome yeah. of social media. Yeah. I'm a little bit concerned myself <laughs> oh, definitely at the some moment. <laughs> yeah a Little bit concerned about the way things are going with um, COVID and all the <clears throat> lockdowns oh, and the yeah. restrictions and stuff like that. And I feel like um, it's leading society towards more inactivity more reliance on uh, medical services, which is mm. after the fact. So, you know, we're really playing a role in prevention, but I don't think that it's very well recognised mm. uh, because obviously if you're well, you're well. There's nothing oh, to worry about. Yeah, that's Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Mm. yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, thank you for that chat. I hope you've enjoyed your first 12 months. And, you know, I've actually really enjoyed it. As someone who always said I would never take on stuff (laughs) and I would do it all myself and I quickly... um, Well, not quickly, it took me a while (laughs) because I'm a bit stubborn. I tried to do it all for a very long time. (laughs) Um, For someone who said I wouldn't take on stuff, I'm enjoying the process of, like, actually, it feels like I've got company instead of being so isolated um in running the business on my own i've now got you girls providing input and it's actually been really beneficial for me in that regard um as well as i'm enjoying mentoring people so Mm. yeah just been mentoring tyler today as well and enjoying that and yeah Yeah. just seeing people come up in the industry other people with a passion yes for it Yeah. yeah and uh like drive to want to help people and improve people's lives and at the end of the day that's what it's all about.
1: Exactly. That's right.
0: So if you, like I always say to my members that Nush is not much nicer than me. Like if they come in, they, they consult with me and I set them up for their plans. And Then I'm like, oh, I actually won't be at that session. You'll have Nush. And they're like, oh, my God. You know, you just see their eyes change. Like do I have to deal with another person? I'm like, don't worry. She's much nicer than me. And then they, they love you afterwards as well. So I think it's really great that people get that variety of coaching oh, styles as well. So So you can reach us at um, fitaf.com.au if you want to check out our website. I'm going to pop the links into the show notes actually, because I've been updating my website and I'm not quite sure what the links are anymore. I think the latest one is stop exercising. Um, if you go back through the back catalogue of the podcast, you'll realise why that is my message. Um, and you can email me at coach at fitaf.com.au if you'd like to inquire about our introductory training program. Thanks.